Hi, I'm Jennifer. And I'm Matt. This podcast is your regular dose of uplifting, inspiring, and motivating life changing tips and success strategies to help you create the wealth, health, lifestyle, passion, and prosperity for your own life that you want to create. Welcome to the Prosperity Project. Welcome to episode 34 of the Prosperity Project. Today we're talking about living a decision-based life in 2021. And before we kick off, Happy New Year, Matthew. Happy New Year. New Year, new me. <laughs> I am changed. I am improved. Did, I am brand new. Did that happen overnight? It happened that... <laughs> overnight. It always happens overnight. That's what happens. You get to 31st of December, you yep. have your New Year shenanigans, and then you wake up the next day and suddenly, bam! You've changed, you've got motivation where you didn't have it before, exactly. you're new and improved. So here's me, new and improved. <laughs> and what are some of your New Year's resolutions on you go share? I don't have any. No, I know you never do because you don't believe in them. Well, I don't believe in waiting for a particular point for anything. I don't believe that exactly. you should wait for the new year or a yeah, new a birthday day. milestone yep. or whatever else. I think that if you get inspiration for something, you should get on with it. And if you've not got on with it before, mm. then I don't think the turning of a calendar page is exactly. going to make you any more motivated. Exactly. It's the same vibe that I have with a lot of people waiting for like a certain amount of money and in investments or a certain amount of savings or, you know, once I've lost this weight, then I'll start dressing a certain way like why why delay happiness and I think that's what we're going to really touch upon in this episode so yeah to answer the question to myself what are my new year's resolutions for 2021 it's kind of off the topic of this podcast episode being decision based so I was sharing with Matt last week before the new year came about that I always do Peloton app at the moment I really enjoy we've had quite icy cold weather in Scotland just now and so I normally walk quite a lot most days I really enjoy it as my main or one of the main sources of exercise but if I'm not doing a walk or sometimes in addition I really love the Peloton app so we've got a a mock Peloton bike we don't have a proper Peloton bike that we source and so I'll go out there and I'll do a spin class or I'll do a strength class or I'll do boot camp the app is and it's incredible I use it every week multiple times one of the instructors that I follow on Peloton they're all very kind of soul cycling you know motivational very uplifting and, they're yeah, great they're right they tend to all be really strong people that actually you'd want to hang out with and one of the instructors who I've been using for a couple of months now is a lady called Robin she's heavily pregnant she's about six or seven months pregnant still doing workouts on the app still leading instructing she's the vp of exercise or something like that she used um, to be I a lawyer of, yeah of exercise planning and things like that yeah, yeah so she's, she's, quite she's quite senior but she still shows up and does routines anyway she will always give you that uplifting and motivational talk when you're spe- when you're doing a cycle with her and she said that she wanted everyone off the back of this workout to think about their year being a year of yes and no as in when you decide something decide it with faith that whatever you decide yes or no that is going to put you forward and move you forward don't make decisions based on fear and fear is just really faith in bad stuff happening like they're both tangents of faith you're either faithful that something great is going to happen as a result of that decision or you're faithful that something bad will result so you make a decision through that and I absolutely loved this first of all I loved the workout I think she's amazing hi if you're listening I don't think she listens to the podcast just yet but you never know and it 
really struck a chord. Like having faith in decisions because decisions are what shape your life. It's the moments where you say, I love you. I'm not doing this anymore. That's it. I quit. I'm doing this. I'm turning vegan. I'm vegetarian. You know, it's the moments, the decisions, that passion decision that you have faith that it's going to be a fantastic outcome. Those are the ones that change you, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I think that the positive decisions that you make based on, I guess, selfish requirements, but selfish, selfish is always a bad word, it yeah, seems. Yeah, exactly. But it's, but Deep it's dive not. into that. I think that the whole point of this um, saying yes or no is more about going the direction you want to go rather than saying yes or no as an avoidance tactic. Absolutely. So yeah. avoiding confrontation, avoiding feeling guilty for something. That's huge for people. All of those kind of reasons where you're ultimately avoiding a pain thing mm. rather than saying yes or no because you actually want to. Absolutely. And I think that we need to become a little bit more selfish because ultimately no one knows your needs, your requirements, what's going to uplift you more mm. than yourself. Mm. And we aren't very good as a society in sharing what we need with people, saying, you know what, I could do with this, I could do with that, mm. because it comes across as needy and selfish and people don't want to be seen that way. Yeah, yeah. So the challenge you've got is you need to become more selfish, but you don't want to become more selfish. <laughs> so therefore, how do you adjust your mindset and your behaviors? Mm. And I think that the first way is by absolutely steering your decisions mm. based on what you want an outcome to be, what you have faith that the outcome is going to produce for you, mm. rather than being a tactic to avoid something mm. or a negative feeling in yourself. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people, you touched upon this, say yes or no because they want to please other people. They also don't want to let other people down. They also maybe just want to go with, oh, what's the most common answer? You know, a pop popularity contest almost like, okay, this answer won't have any repercussions because it's what most people think yeah, I should if, do. If you we ask an opinion poll, right? And I, I see this a lot. Like a lot of, whenever we're making decisions about our life, I'm being honest, it's something usually you should keep quite private or at least share with someone who you're incredibly close to, who you you know you as your cheerleader or you know somebody who wants you to thrive I'm thinking about you as my partner or you know somebody very very close to you that has your best interests hopefully at heart mm -hmm. because a lot of the time when you ask public opinion before you do something I'm being honest you're going to get other people's fears and insecurities showing up in, in the answers that they give, right? If, if not at the first, then a short way down the line. Yes. So often you'll find that you'll get support at the very, very beginning from everybody. Go you, you can do it, etc. Exactly. But once you get past that point where most other people would have given up, yep. then suddenly you get... You're annoying. <laughs> the, you, you get the negativity kicking in. You get mm. the jealousy or other people's baggage thrust upon you yeah. even more. And so like, that's what I would definitely say. Like, If you're making any critical decisions, don't just go to someone when you're confused or not sure and say, okay, what do you think I should do? And they go, oh, well, off the top of my head or, you know, this feels right. Don't take anyone's off the top of their head suggestions about what you should do with your life. I heard that a motivational talk that I was listening to said that if somebody's 
literally going to pick an answer out the top of their head. It's probably not the right one for your life-based decision. It's probably not the best course of action. And so anything that you are thinking about, the yes or no as we move forward in 2020, I'm going to really say as, as we go further into this podcast, we'll touch upon lots of things, but use your own intuition and your own inspiration. It is your greatest gift in life. You know, I believe that we have direct conversations with our creator and things like that, that you can get that knowledge, but there's going to be a right path for you. And unfortunately, you kind of have to figure it out on your own. You kind of have to have those absolute faith moments and say, yes, this is what I want to say. And I've learned this in the past you know, month. I've had to turn stuff down that I would probably say yes to without hesitation. And we've talked about this and it's because I really love helping people. I really love saying yes and, you know, being on podcasts and on your know, blogs and all that. But I've got a kind of goal that's more important right now. I want to write books, more books than I've been creating. I want to do more deeper, deeper work within Mama Furfer. And so for me, I'm having to go against my normal default of people pleasing, saying yes, and actually say no, but with faith that it will work out. So the thing about saying yes or no to something in a way that moves you forward in the direction you want is it's very hard sometimes to work out whether you're agreeing to something because you feel obligated to Mm. or because you actually want to. Mm. And you can work that out, I think, fairly easily by just sitting back and saying, you know what, if there's any trepidation about your thoughts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or if there's any doubt within it or if there's any um, concern about it or if you know when you get to the point where you actually have to do an action Mm. off the back of that decision that you're not going to be as keen then probably you shouldn't be saying yes to it. <laughs> and the same as if you say no to something, if you, in, in your example, if you say no, you don't want to do something, and then later down the line, you're thinking to yourself, oh, I wish I would have done that. Yeah. Then you've got to ask yourself why you were saying no in the first place. Mm. Was it fear of maybe, I don't know, maybe not being knowledgeable enough in the area? Mm, mm. Or whatever it happens to be. You need to ask yourself the reasons why you're saying yes, why you're saying no. And if it is fear of success, mm then that's where the faith piece kicks in. You say, you know what? I wouldn't be asked to do this by a person, by the world, by the universe, Mm. if it wasn't expected that I would have the talents and the abilities to make it happen. Absolutely. And you you actually say that to me quite a lot. You will always say like, you believe that we're given like the dose of stuff. I think everyone's got unlimited potential in them anyway. You come here to earth and you've got every bit that you want to work on. Like you have the capabilities to be an astronaut if you wanted. You have the capabilities to be the strongest man or woman on the earth if you wanted. Just it's just all about work. A bit exactly, of time exactly. So what you'll find is you're generally not presented with opportunity that you're not ready for. Like no employer is going to contact you and say, hey, we've got a spaceship going up next week. Do you fancy go? <laughs> no one's going to say that to you because you're not ready. You're not Wait a minute, there's a text it. message, Matt. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's just not going to happen. If you're a bit overweight, no one's going to come to you and say, hey, I need a personal trainer. Can you come train me? <laughs> yeah. That's very unlikely to happen. You're only really going to be presented with things that you're ready for. So that's where you should definitely not do that avoidance thing. Mm. Say, you know what? I don't want to take this on. It's a bit scary. Because it's a growth opportunity mm. and also it's going to propel you forward. And and that's the key. It's having faith that your decisions to do something are not based on avoidance, but based mm. on actually the faith that it's going to be okay, it's going to be good. Mm. But that mm. doesn't mean that you kid yourself. You know, if your pal Margaret says, oh, you know what, <laughs> can we go out for a little coffee and meet? And every time you meet her, it's just 
dragging you down. Absolutely. Don't have faith that this time it's not going to. (laughs) Because actually, your reason for probably saying yes would be due to obligation, due to guilt and everything else. So that's the wrong reason to say yes to anything. Absolutely. I'm just thinking there, you know, there's a term decision fatigue that's quite commonly bashed about. And it's real. Like, as as humans, our brain has still got that, you know, that limited mindset from when we were hunting and gathering that we can only handle a certain amount of decisions a day. I don't know if you've heard ever Obama talk about it where he would pretty much wear the same suit the same kind of style he would go and you know to the white um, the white house and do certain things just because he was making such important decisions that he wanted the normal stuff of life that didn't really matter like what he was going to eat what he was going to wear what time he got to the office he wanted that to be so routine that then when he was making real decisions that mattered they were able to get his his attention span and Mark Zuckerberg, I think, does the same, right? He famously wears the same sweater and jeans and stuff like that. I think there's been a few people that wear either the same stuff or limited things because it just removes decisions from your day, which Mm. means that you're ready to make better decisions Mm. with the few that you're actually limiting yourself to. Mm. And it makes sense. I mean, for most people, you can do a lot of your planning on a Sunday and Mm. say, right, this is what I'm going to wear all week. This is what I'm going to eat all week. And you remove a bunch of those decisions out of your life so that when you come down to having important things, you actually are more prepared in your brain to be able to make those decisions that work for you. Absolutely. I love that. That's one reason I meal prep a lot in this house. You know, the slow cooker's always on, there's stuff, a batch quite a lot on a Sunday cooking because during the week, I kind of need the majority of my brain power and our brain power to be thinking creatively. So that's why I also will walk quite a lot because although it's exercise, I actually find my brain can be completely passive and that's actually when I get the best ideas and I need to feel inspired. I need to find decisions and think things through about the house or direction or, you know, what we're going to do. And I I think it's really key to call out here. We know that our decisions shape our destiny. We talked about about Mm -hmm. that at the start. But also indecision and double-mindedness only really stall and bring confusion and complication in our life. So, you know, the opposite of making a decision, not making anything... Well, if we're being honest, that actually adds a lot of the stress and drama in your life that you're trying to avoid. Well, it's still a decision. It's still a choice. Absolutely, absolutely. You've actively chosen to do nothing. Absolutely. Which means that that's the choice you've made. The problem you have often with indecision and not making a choice is that you need to make a choice at some point. So all you've done is delayed it. You put extra stress on your brain. You've had it parked there, knowing it's something that needs to be dealt with. And if you're going to deal with it anyway... Surely it's not worth having it sitting there for mm. days or weeks on end before you've actually got to get around to it. Surely you just get on with that decision immediately. Mm. Mm. So then it's out the way and you can roll with whatever that decision brings. Absolutely. I do this actually with our business. So I have, I use Asana that we, we kind of brain dump whenever we've got podcast ideas. I do it with my videos. I've brain dumped lots of videos that come to me, but I do it with work as well that I'd like to to create so before Christmas I had the idea I wanted to make my YouTube seminar into a course brain dumped it and it was sitting there as something important to do I've got another book another well probably another three or four books in me I can already see them fleshing out in my mind that are sitting there ready and the more that I ignore them and the more that I don't do something 
it, it feels more stressful. It feels more, you know, I can I can feel the tension building. Like, yeah, oh, I want to do it, yeah, so. because I know I, I, I'm accountable to myself to make that stuff happen. And I think we have to, to move away from not being afraid to make a wrong decision. And that's what really this theme, this decision-based life could be based on. I can't stress this enough. You're not going to muck it up like genuinely in a decision that you feel is right. And I mean that you believe is right, not pleasing everyone else, not, you know, to, to shut up someone, not to go with the common theory of what you should do. If you believe something feels right, or even if you've got a slightest doubt, but it feels good, then you're going to be moving forward. Because here's the thing, if you muck up, well, you've learned something that wasn't right for you. So just in the same way, I might start projects and um, I might start, you know, thinking of blog posts or videos and go, nah, this doesn't feel right. You can park them. You know, you can put them to the side and move past it. You also, I think, need to understand that sometimes when you make a decision that although you might not get the outcome that you're looking for from it, there's often other things that come up. And although the decision at the time might be a little bit painful, especially if it's avoidance of issues and dramas and people and whatever else it is, that the best thing comes out of it in the end. Mm, mm. Um, I think that also what we can do is we can make decisions to avoid a pain point, but we get pain from it anyway. Mm. So for example, (laughs) going back to Margaret, (laughs) <laughs> Margaret's come back to you and said, oh, you know what? Do you want to go out for a coffee? Yep. Right? Now, it's painful to say no to Margaret. Yes, because you don't want to upset You don't want to upset you don't want to disappoint yep, yep. or anything. But then when you're there, it's painful. Absolutely, probably. <laughs> it's painful because she nags you. She just moans Or just brings, I talk about vibe, you know, just bring that negative vibe on your day that you've got she, to recover. She brings you down and you just don't enjoy the process. So both are painful. So choose your pain. Yes. Choose which one is going to last the longest or the least time. Because the thing is, what I would say is, if you go out with Margaret and you have your cup of tea or cup of coffee and then you sit there and you listen to all her woes and she brings you down, guess what? She'll be in touch again at some point. Yeah. yeah. If you say, no, Margaret, sorry, I'm busy, I can't, she's less likely to come to you next time. So yep. you've had the pain once, maybe twice, but you've then set yourself up so you're not going to have it so much moving forward. Whereas if you keep saying yes to something, then the expectation is that you're always available, you're always ready, and then you repeat that process, and then you just prolong it. Mm, And ultimately, mm. that's the same as the indecision piece. Yep. You set yourself up to have this pain for much longer than you would want it. You know Mm. that you don't really want it in your life, but yet you've not made the choice Mm, to mm. say no, to stop it. Absolutely. Um, I love a quote by Joyce Mayer. Joyce Mayer is a lady that I watch and read a lot of her books. She said, when you make a decision, don't let your emotions vote. So, you know, taking things as, right, what do I think is best, yes or no? And also making decisions when you're peaceful. So don't make don't make decisions and arguments, please. We know this never works out for anyone. Or when you're upset or when you've had a really bad day at work. Like, mm. There's so many times that people have had a bad day at work and think, you know what, I'm just going to hand it my notice. <laughs> That's not the best yeah. time to make a decision. Screw it. It's Monday, nine o'clock. Screw it. <laughs> but the other side is that if you've thought about leaving your job for a period of time, then it's probably a good time for you to actually explore what you can do next, how you can fund yourself for a period of time, maybe Mm. of not being employed at all, Mm. or looking for opportunities now rather than waiting until next time you're annoyed. Mm, Absolutely. And you, as you said, you know, remember no decision is still a decision. So even if you categorize, and I I see this 
a lot of times and I want to say with women I, you know don't let that bad mouth anyone but I tend to see from my own gender there is this if I pretend that the problem's not there it will go away and we have to realize that everything has a consequence in life so we're in this constant motion time moves moves forward but we move forward as well you're never standing still. In theory, if you do decide not to make a decision, you're actually going backwards. You know, we talked about the pain points that result in that. But you have to think about, okay, if today I'm going to not make a decision about this, I'm going to put it off till tomorrow or a week down the line. Think about those, some of the short-term consequences that that could bring, not only to you, but to those around you. You know, could it be that actually you end up feeling guilty, you feel stuck, you feel frustrated, you feel low? Could the people around you also feel annoyed at you because you can't make a decision or refuse to make a decision? And, you know, there's there's a whole host of short-term ripple effect, if you like. But also the flip side of that, What's the long-term effect if you also don't make a decision? I shared on the podcast episode um, about my Tony Robbins experience, mm-hmm. if you remember back in October, November. And one of the processes we, we mentioned on that episode, if you want to go back and listen to it, it's called the Dickens process. So Tony Robbins devised this process and it's NLP where basically you are shutting down all your other senses and you focus on just what you're thinking and you jump forward as if you have made no change in your life the things that you want to do and the things that you're capable of you decide that you're not going to do any of them and you see 10 years 20 years down the line the effect on your children the effect on your marriage the effect on your parents your job and the whole point of that process is to feel the emotions and the pain to see maybe your kids are overweight because they've been looking at mummy and daddy or mummy and whoever um, eat whatever they want and just filling them with whatever, you know, what's the quickest meal I can get out on the table because you hate your job, you're not making your health a priority and you're doing the same for them. Like really, really intense emotions. Like if you were drinking or smoking, you then see your kids drinking and smoking as well. Huge consequences. And as I said, with prosperity, the whole thought is that life is meant to be joyous it is meant to be filled with wonderful experiences but it's a two-way process and we forget that if you believe there's a you know there's a universe there's a plan there's a creator any of that in any form you will know it's co-creation it's co-showing up you can't just do a vision board and sit and go you know I'm a millionaire I'm a millionaire I'm a millionaire or I'm I'm healthy I'm fit you need to take action. You need to do something. You need to co-create with it. And that involves making those decisions. Well, when you're thinking about making decisions as well, what you've got to understand is we all complain about how much time we have. I say we all. I mean, I don't really complain about time. I've, I don't I've, think you've ever complained about it. I make time. But the thing is, for me, I'm actually quite good at making decisions and getting things done. Absolutely. But yeah. for a lot of people, you've got a day job, kids, other demands, whatever it happens to be. And You're describing my life, aren't you? There's very little time available to do all these things. Mm. So when you are making a decision, you should really sit back and say to yourself, hold on a minute, before I make any decision here, let me just remember that I have limited time. So why am I going to give up my time for this thing that makes me feel guilty and therefore that's going to eat into other time that I could be doing something that actually will move me forward in the direction that I want. Let's be a little bit selfish with our time Mm. and rather than agree to things and make decisions based on the guilt, the stress, the drama, how about we make those decisions based on moving ourselves forward Mm. with the faith that Mm. whatever we do and we want to do 
is going to give us more opportunity and therefore we're filling the limited time we have mm. with the things that actually feel like they matter to us mm-hmm. oh that's huge and, and also sometimes the decision that is a yes i should do this can be something that is painful so saying mm-hmm. to yourself you know what i'm not as healthy as i could be i'm going to start working out that's a decision that's going to provide some pain mm-hmm. but the other side is that long term the pain that it provides counteracts the pain of being unhealthy further down the line. Mm. And what you've got to say to yourself is, I think that personally, that pain point of making that decision and dealing with the um, stresses and the, um, the the dramas and the physical and everything mm. else that mm. comes with that is long-term less painful than keep agreeing to have a cup of tea with Margaret and, <laughs> and having I that I want to meet Margaret, um, if no, you're she's, listening. she's toxic, <laughs> No, exactly. And we can all think of Margaret's so, so drawings. You've got to just say to yourself, you know what, of all these things in the world, mm. some things are painful, some things aren't. And the things that are painful, some are going to do things for me mm. long term, and some things are just going to keep sapping. Absolutely huge. And I, I think it's also, like, a lot of people use that cliche line, oh, you know, your life is short or you're limited to... I actually want everyone to have the fullest life possible, including you and I. I want people to be living over 100 who are listening to this podcast. I believe it's possible. We just need to dial in to some of that good inspiration. Like I'm, as we kick off January 2021, this isn't a goal, but and there's a couple of people in my life, my sister and, and a friend who are struggling with symptoms of maybe like, my, my sister's struggling with um, psoriasis and things like that. So autoimmune system issues basically right Mm -hmm. and you know for years and years treatment is like put a cream on it put things in your system that and I'm like okay what about if we mix up our diet what about if you do it like holistically and give that a go this time and so for January and I don't know how long I'm going to go on for I'm actually kind of joining forces and I'm eliminating a lot of things that cause people to usually have inflammation in their life because I want to give it a go as well I don't have anything that I show symptoms of needing to be mindful of it but I want to show support with a couple of people who are important to me trying this to see if they can cure their own body from inside out so I've given up dairy I've given up sugar I've given up fizzy juice and what else have I given up that's I'm just not having sweet snacks like at all so that's out of my comfort zone completely the thing is it's a challenge for you but also for the people around you that actually could do with this because they might I want to show support for them you show support and it means that when they're having a tough day the fact that you're still doing it as well Mm. makes them more motivated to stick to it it's that accountability piece absolutely and it works really really well yeah so i'm excited i think we're going to show it on the kempson house over the next couple of weeks when i've finished this cycle kind of how i found it but yeah i think and i think it's really important to do those decisions about your body like if you go actually i wonder if i'd feel a bit less bloated or if i maybe i wouldn't be as tired if i gave up caffeine that's something i've noticed as well so i've actually part of this process i've dropped caffeine so i'm not having fizzy juice of any nature fizzy cans but i've also dropped down to only decaf tea i don't drink coffee Mm -hmm. and i've actually started to notice whenever i've had a caffeinated tea let's say if you're out instead I can feel the buzz. I can feel my head being a bit kind of busy. And I it may well be that this is something I keep... And I love that. I love the option as humans that we can say, okay, I feel inspired to do this. 
I'm going to see what it feels like. I love that, that we have this see, but experience that's, that's in life. A that's the best time to make a decision mm. rather than say, oh, you know what? I'm not feeling well, so I need to make a decision off of a kind of negative. Mm. To be able to say to yourself, oh, I wonder if this will make me feel better. I wonder mm. if this will make me feel good. Mm. That's a positive direction of decision. And you come out of it learning something. Absolutely. And either you stick to it or you don't, but it doesn't really matter. Mm. The whole point is that you've gone in from a positive direction into that decision. Absolutely. So how do we make decisions at all? What's the best process okay. in order to make So I've got seven decisions? top tips here. I love a top tip. You always give us a top tip. Go for it. What's number one? So if you're wanting to make decisions, here's number one. Don't let stress get the better of you. Make you decisions stressed? when you're not stressed. You're not caught up in emotion. As I shared that Joyce Mayer quote, make decisions I would honestly say, here's my best tip. A lot of the time, I've talked about this on the podcast before, I will use morning pages to make decisions or get insight. Morning pages, um, Julia Cameron mentions them in her Artist Way book. It's freeform writing of about three pages. First thing in the morning, you can also do it at night time and it's brain dumps. I will usually try and figure out what the best solution is to problems or make a decision during brain dump sessions. And actually, I love you dearly. I love my kids dearly my cats it's in the quiet mornings I get up early just an hour early sit with a good book the good books I like to read and my paper and my journal and a lot of the time I'll make my decisions there and I'll feel really good about it so no distractions um, and also even if you are stressed about something go out for a walk go out for an hour walk and use that time to make your decision about it so at the back of not wanting to make decisions when you're stressed point two is give yourself some time so wait for Huge. some peaceful time, wait for your brain to become settled with the decision Absolutely. you're going to make, with walking, having some quiet time, meditating. So some of the things you mentioned off of the first point, which is mm. don't make it stress, is also even if you're not stressed, sometimes just waiting, mm. giving yourself a little bit of space to mm. think about it. I think that that can be a very valuable tool in order Absolutely. to make a decision that works for you. And your point is the peace element, okay? So when you make a decision, try and make the decision that fills you with as much peace about it. You know that feeling where you're like, yep, this is okay, I can have... Not when you're making a decision and you're just making it because it's the default that you want. You know, right, I'm quitting, I'm getting rid of that person, I'm breaking up with them because it's easy. I'm talking about the one that actually makes you feel stronger about yourself, but also feels like it will open up the greatest opportunity in your life. So, third one. Yes. Weigh the pros and cons. Yeah, we this is a classic. Pros. This is a classic. I love this, this one, <laughs> getting a piece of paper, pros and cons list. Yeah, exactly. So, a lot of people cite it as something they do. Tim Ferriss mentions it in the four-hour week. Very old school, quite a manly thing to do. Write a pro and con list. Do you know so, the interesting thing? Mm. When I've ever written a pro and con list... What was that about? <laughs> I, I, I haven't done one in <laughs> such a long time. But I always remember... That I would end up with five or six on one side very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two on the other side. You'd really have to think, right? And then it'd be like, right, well, what are some more that go on that other side? Mm -hmm. You know what? It's probably the fact that there aren't that many on mm. the other side. And therefore, I've already made the decision within the first three minutes of writing down. Absolutely. And for some people, for guys and, you know, some women, it's really important to be logical with decisions, right? I get that. I do that. like a bit logic. Right. And so a pro and con list, it ticks that box. You can say, hmm, let me actually study this out. Sometimes you'll write down things that you don't realize either. So kind of tied in with the morning pages. Next thing, fourth thing, if you're wanting to make decision, think about your goals, 
but also deeper than that, your values as a person, your characteristics of you that matter. So will a decision about one thing or, you know, something else lead you towards your goals? So for example, if your goal is that you want to work part-time rather than full-time because you want to look after a family, you just want to do your own thing, then that means you at some point will need to probably change your job or go up to your boss and ask for part-time hours instead. It's going to require a decision process, right? And before that, a decision can be that you're not working late anymore. Exactly, right? I'm not going to log on after six o'clock. I'm not going to log on after four o'clock. Even something like talking to your boss about flexibility could be the decision in the right direction. So yeah, think about your goals that matter to you and that back up you as a person. So your integrity, your honesty, your hopefulness, any of these values that you treasure, make sure you're backing those up. And I also would suggest that we've mentioned it before, look at the person that you want to be in five or 10 years life even just one year the the life that you want to lead the person you want to be is that person still in touch with margaret going to have a cup of tea (laughs) i know i won't use margaret not after this podcast but but that's the thing you got to think about would Mm. the person that you want to be the people that you look up to would they Mm. be making the same decision as you're making in the same way Yeah, yeah and and that would allow you to get some insight into whether you're doing it due to your own desire to do mm, it mm. or for fear of a fallout otherwise absolutely it leads us on to the next point if you're wanting to make decisions consider all possibilities so i'm not being funny about this but generally the big goals that you and i have each month i will be literally astounded by the ways that ends up little steps towards them astounded like you can't figure this out it's so random that there's one step towards it it could well be that a sudden email will come in or a notification on my phone or we'll get sent money in the post or something totally random and that's what you have to remember as well the plan that you figure out all the steps once you set a goal actually your possibilities of getting there are endless so if you just figure it out step by step and go okay what feels good what feels right you could very well just need the one next step and boom, there's your goal before you even know it, like an explosion, if you like. So the next one we've got, point number six, do it afraid. Oh, I love this. So with anything, there's often a fear of failure, a fear of not being good enough, a fear Mm. of other people's opinions, a fear that you just are not going to be able to succeed or Mm. do it very well. But with anything, just do it because... Mm. As you mentioned earlier, what's the worst that can happen? Mm. For most people, the worst that happens is you are exactly in the same place mm. as before you bothered in the first place. Absolutely. <laughs> you've not lost any ground. You probably wasted a small amount of time mm. and you've maybe failed. Mm. But the other side is you've learned something mm. from that. Mm. And the great thing is now you can, especially if you do fail, you can throw that thing away mm. or you can evolve it and morph it into something else that works for you. Mm. But at least you don't have this unanswered question. Absolutely. At least you're not sitting there with the not knowing. You know, if there's someone that you, you're single and you fancy someone, worst case, you're already not dating them. <laughs> so you go, you ask them out. Yep. Then you know the answer. Either you are dating them or you're still not dating them. <laughs> yeah. But you don't have this void of yep. not knowing yep. what the answer is. And therefore, you've resolved this, whatever mm. it happens to be. And you're not any further back than where you are. Maybe mm. your ego's taken a slight hit. But 
at least you know absolutely absolutely and I suppose when you first of all make decisions your yes and or no you're going to have those doubts and fears come to the surface right so I actually think this is kind of like a muscle in 2021 that we should be all embracing the more times that you stand up and say yes or no with faith and even if you've got the wiggle the the, the, the you know the scared bit in you you're going to get stronger. Every yes and no is going to get easier. Imagine how empowering it would be if you can look back at the end of 2021, knowing that every opportunity that came along, you just went, okay, I'm just going to make this the best guess that I can. I've thought about it. Boom, I'm going forward. So yeah, absolutely do it afraid. And the final thing I would say when you're wanting to make decisions, and I've kept it as the final thing on purpose, you can genuinely ask someone else for their opinion. We've talked about it already though. Make sure it's somebody you respect and also somebody who thinks similar to you about situations. In an ideal world, it would be someone that's already trodden the ground that you're on. Yes. And that's the thing. Sometimes you can ask people because you know someone. Sometimes you can actually just look at the people that inspire you. Absolutely. And see what decisions they've made. Maybe read about them, look at some of their talks or whatever else. And sometimes you get the answer, not necessarily by directly speaking to someone, but by trying to follow in someone else's footsteps that you respect, that you would like to be like, that you admire. Absolutely beautiful. And I think you know don't kind of put it too less but your partner would be one of those people ideally or someone who's very close to you maybe your best friend go for someone though who doesn't come with the baggage the fear factor actually try and look for someone who is going to encourage you in the right direction that feels the most optimistic that feels the most opportunity based so as we close up today's um, podcast and I really do hope it's been super useful for you and challenging I wanted it to be a challenging podcast and I hope that Matt and I have given you inspiration I actually think a lot of the time our podcasts are usually about 30, 40 minutes long now. We like a chat. I make no apologies about that. I do like a chat. But it's also so that your brain can wander and find inspiration and find some nugget to scream and shout at you that you've got to action. So I'm going to leave you with a thought as we wrap up this podcast. What is the one decision or one question you have been putting off making about 2021 or the next part of your life? What's that decision going to be that you're going to take forward? What are you committing to? And I really want to say just one question. You don't need to tackle your whole life, but what is the one thing that keeps coming up as a broken record that, you know, if you made a different decision or you decide to do something different or completely committed to how you're doing it right now, what would that change in your life? And I'd ask you to really like map it out, follow it through in your head, what then could be the ripple effect in good or bad. And so as we end this podcast, I'm going to remind you as always, if we challenge you, it's a great thing. That's the whole point. But we challenge you with optimism. It's called the Prosperity Project for a reason. And it's because we truly believe that life is here to be enjoyed and to be this wondrous journey. And if you're doing it with us in your ear, I really do thank you for that. And if you have just caught this podcast episode, you're in the right place. We have got tons. How many? 33 episodes. Wow. That's over a day nearly of listening that you could listen to us so go and check out some other ones we cover everything money health fitness oh goodness there's everything even these kind of lifestyle choices like today's podcast so do have a listen back if you have enjoyed today's episode please do click subscribe you can always get our new notifications and also why not share this podcast with some other people yes challenge them (laughs) it's very difficult 
for a podcast to spread out to lots yes. of other people you really need it to be shared by others so if you've enjoyed it why not think of someone else that you think might like it too then go send them a link yes why not make their day so thank you so much for listening and we'll speak to you very soon <laughs>